Just waiting on the late like every week. <laughs> you funny. <laughs> so when hey. you be getting the link, like do you just be you just press on the link and it just take you straight here? Nah, sometimes it take me to like the beginning uh, page, and then I gotta like click out and then re-enter, and then it take me to the link. Okay, okay. All right, there, my shit was tripping for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> right, she didn't want to let me join. I was like, bro, fuck this shit, come on, bro. But anyway, I uh, I'm on 15 seconds, so y'all know how I'm gonna do. I'm gonna wait about 20 seconds. Y'all did y'all notes or whatever. Make sure y'all got y'all shit ready, man. I'm gonna pop it up with this NFL draft shit. All right, about 10 seconds. Y'all for ready, man? Yes, sir. Let's try this one up. Three, two, one. Yo, yo, yo. Welcome back, man, to the Five Star Podcast, man. Glad to have y'all folks back with us. It's, it's the beginning of May. You know what I'm saying? Happy May for everybody. Everybody's birthday is coming up, man. You know, Jim, my birthday coming up. That's why I had to say that shit. But anyway... <laughs> Uh, y'all know who I got with me, man. My boy George with me, man. What's up? Say what's up to the people, G. What's going on, everybody? And I got my boy Jordan. Y'all already know. Drew what's happening? What's happening? What's happening? All right, man. Y'all know what we finna talk about. This draft, man. That shit was crazy, man. And I'm gonna start off like this. My first question. I'm gonna give y'all some background for the for the notable picks that got picked. Patriots got Mac Jones. The Jazz got Trevor Lawrence, which we all know was gonna happen. Zach Wilson went to the Jets. Trey Lance actually went to the 49ers. And Justin Fields is to the Bears. So, I'm going to start off right here before we get to winners and losers on this shit. Who do y'all think is going to have the best rookie season as far as quarterbacks? I mean, some, some of these people ain't probably going to play like Trey Lance and shit. But as far as careers, when they actually get playing, who y'all think going to have a better one with their team? Who you want to start off, man? Because I could just I'm, – Yeah, I'm going to let you go ahead, man. Go ahead, G. Shoot, I want to say Justin Fields, man. He got everything ready for him currently that's ready to go outside of Trey Lance. But uh, Justin Fields actually played against real competition. Um, he had put up historic numbers, you know, in the you know, in the college uh, postseason against Trevor Lawrence. Um, he has a incredible defense in Chicago. Uh, I don't know. I don't, I'm not sure if they, they re-signed Allen Robinson or not, but – he got some yeah. weapons. They got time. They got uh. They got that running back and Tariq Cohen coming back off an of injury. I feel mm-hmm. like that team is really well built, and they missed the quarterback for so long. So I feel like Justin Fields gonna have like a more. He gonna hit the ground running more. You feel me? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, Jordan. Give me right, so for me, I'm gonna say we talking about hit the ground running and who going to have the next, you know, who going to have the best career going in. I would probably say I agree with what you're saying about Justin Fields. Let me say this firsthand. I feel like at least, I feel like at least three of these quarterbacks in the class, they're going to all, they're going to all have great careers. So let me just start off by saying that. But mm-hmm. uh, if you said Justin Fields, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go, I'm going to go with Trey Lance on, on this one right here because. Okay. Okay. And like not like I don't agree with what you're saying about Justin Fields, but with Trey Lance, the same thing. The situation is great, um, and especially with how scouts and how how analysts have been talking about Trey Lance, they've been saying that Trey Lance is the smartest quarterback in this draft. And how people are saying, oh, because he did he played against the rest of the competition, they was thinking that he may not be ready. But because of the pro style offense that they ran in North Dakota State, like they said, he was under center more than a majority of all these quarterbacks. He Mm-hmm. Was he was uh, he was in the shotgun. He did he did the zone read option. He was accurate throwing the ball downfield and just his physical build. You know he's just great for this modern NFL. And then you got to think that he's gonna be playing under Kyle Shanahan, which is you know what, no matter what you think about him, one of the best play callers in the game today. Easily top five play caller in the game today, and he has a quarterback friendly offense. You see that with Jimmy Garoppolo, you know, they was able to get to the Super Bowl because of the team that they had around us. So put a put a more athletic quarterback in there. You go, you get an upgrade at the quarterback position. You still you gonna have your defense coming back healthy. You know, with Nick Bosa coming back from injury, you gonna have your defense back healthy. 
you got the great system, the great play calling, the scheme things up, and you got your good running backs and uh, Mostert and everything. You got Debo Samuel, you got uh, Brandon IU, you got playmakers on the outside. So I think that he has the best, he got the best fit, he got the best play caller, he got the one of the best coaches to to help improve his game. So that's what I'm going to go Trey Lance. Oh, wow, okay, okay. I like both of y'all answers. I got to be honest with y'all. I, I definitely, y'all know how I feel about Justin Fields. We've talked about this plenty of times. So I definitely think he's going to have a great career in, in, with the Bears. Trey Lance, I still have his untapped, uh, unseen potential. So I still want to see how that goes. But like you said, he is in a good situation. He's got a nice coach. Defense straight. He, he, ain't, he ain't got to worry about defense. And all you got to do is just get the ball. So, But I do just want to say one thing, though, about, about Trey Lance. Go the ahead, biggest knock against him was competition, correct? Yeah. Who was in his division? Who do he play twice a year? Oh, he ain't had to bring it up. Mm. He ain't had to bring it up, bro. Well, the Rams yeah. twice, right? Yeah. The seat, the twelfth man twice, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. You got it all right. Cardinals got a little defense now too, so I don't know, man. Oh, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. These these facts, these facts, but still, but, but still, like I said, just the situation and the and just the development from the coach, you know, but. Well, yeah, it's, 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 it ain't gonna be easy. It ain't gonna be easy. It ain't gonna be easy at all. But okay, but besides that, I do agree with y'all. Like, you do got a good point there. But um, he ain't gonna be playing no time soon anyway. But my answer to this question is uh, the Matt Jones, and um, it's not because of uh the talent of the arm or whatever. Whatever. It's honestly because he's with the Patriots. He got Bill Belichick, and Bill Belichick has shown. He can really make any quarterback pretty much look good. Of course, he had a bad season with Cam Newton, but that was it was a lot of different scenarios, uh, situations that was involved in that. So let's not even talk about that season. But we know Bill Belichick is gonna get his team in a winning position, and I think um, Mac Jones he he can be a real good game manager, maybe even excel to being an above average player. Maybe you know what I'm saying? Actually, getting Bill Belichick and back in those Super Bowls that we used to see him in. But like I said, I do y'all know I feel about Justin Fields, so I definitely agree with y'all too. But I'm really surprised neither one of y'all said Trevor Lawrence. I wanna know why. Please tell me why, Jordan. Because he plays for the Jags. <laughs> and it's so many the Jacksonville Jaguars done in all of the years that they existed to make me believe that they're gonna do right by this young man. They got <laughs> Urban Meyer. He ain't never hold coached on, on, in the on. NFL. What 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 sense of what sense of confidence should I have from the Jacksonville Jaguars? Not from not from Trevor Lawrence, because we understand his talent and his skill set and everything. But from the Jaguars as an organization, yeah, they're gonna have to they're gonna have to show me something. Okay. Uh, shout out to my boy Justin, man. He loves he loves everybody. Uh, we don't care that, about that nigga. <laughs> <laughs> I knew he was gonna say that, that shit. I knew he was gonna say that. That's why I had to say his name. But G, tell me why you didn't say um the Jags and Trevor Lawrence. You don't think that's a good combo? Nah, uh, it just it's just gonna take time. They have so many holes on that roster. You just yeah, you got your uh, quarterback and you got your running back. But it's kind of like the other holes that you have in your offense. You're gonna need a little bit more pieces around for him to really flourish. Or you might have another Sam Darnold situation where in NY. So you kind of just got to build things slowly with him. Okay, okay. I can't, uh, I can't disagree with y'all because, of course, I wouldn't have said the Jets anyway because I just don't. I, I ain't never seen Jacksonville do shit a day in my life. So I, exactly. Oh, so no. I, oh, hey, the Jets now, moved there last, like, a few, a few years ago when they had Ramsey. That defense was uh, tight. Yeah, they, you know, they, and they, they, they went to the AFC Championship and then they traded everybody away and ran everybody out of town. <laughs> AJ Bouye, Jalen Ramsey, Leonard Fournette. Damn Blake Bortles. They ran everybody uh <laughs> they ran everybody out of town. I don't even know if Miles Jack still and all there, people, Calais and Campbell. And they all and gone. All, and all them people to be honest with you was was only had a year or two in the league at, at that level. Like they definitely Blake Bortles. I thought he was gonna be something else. I thought yeah, first nah, year I was nah, like okay, Blake was nothing. Nope, it's okay. Nah, he was yeah. nah, nah, he was he was nothing. He gonna be a game manager until they find some. But um I just spread the Blake Bortles. Hope you get back in the league or Back where you want to be, but um, all right, man. Since we got that situation, yeah, let me get to y'all picks for one another draft. Um, Mel Carver Jr. throughout his list, 
at the top of his list leading the list was the uh, Chargers. They had the best drive with, as he said, the improvement with improving the uh, left tackle with Rashawn Slater in the first round. And also, they improved the defense second round with Ashante Samuel Jr. from um, Florida State. That boy's balling. I like him. So, I want to know who y'all think y'all winners of the draft is. Go ahead for me, Jordan. Uh, so I think it's, of course, you know, it's different winners, and I agree with everything with with the Chargers because that's, you know, some key pick pickups that they made. But, um, but for my winner, uh, G, you kind of touched on it with uh, what quarterback think gonna be the best. I think the winner I would pick who uh, had the best draft is the Bears. They moved up. I think it's like they moved up like 11, 12 draft spots to to come get their quarterback in Justin Fields. Matt Nagy and Ryan Pace, the GM, they uh, they on a hot seat is an understatement for for what the, the situation that they in. So they had to do something to show that they was trying trying to move the team in a different direction. Andy Dalton wasn't the answer. So you you go up and you get arguably, I would say. 1A, 1B type quarterback in this draft. I would have taken him. If I understand the Jags are going to take Trevor Lawrence, but I would have took Justin Fields second. But that's just me personally. But they was able to come up and get him. He's a full quarterback off the board. If you seen the look in his face when he got drafted, had the cameras on him, he was like, yeah, y'all done fucked up. Y'all really let me, y'all really <laughs> let me slip. Y'all really let me slip this much. Y'all let these other quarterbacks go before me. I'm going to show each and every one of y'all. So, you can see that he got. You can see that he got a chip on his shoulder. They also picked up two offensive tackles. One of their glaring weaknesses was their offensive line. That's why they. That's why uh, Nick Foles is on the run all the time. They picked up a receiver. They picked up a couple of DBs since they lost Kyle Fuller this offseason. But they picked up a couple of DBs. So I feel like they really picked up all of the pieces that they truly needed. Because you got to think, they went eight and eight this year. For, they was three and zero with Mitchell Trubisky starting the season, but Matt Nagy was ready to pull him out, and and uh, Nick Foles came in and they started losing. But they didn't have an elite defense. They went twelve and four the year before, so it's not like they don't have a good team. Like you were saying, G. Tariq Cohen coming back from an injury, they still got David Montgomery in the backfield. Allen Robinson, that he did sign a franchise tag. They drafted a couple of receivers, so they really put themselves in position to really compete for the NFC North this year, just like they was competing for it this year and this past year. They put themselves right back in that situation. So I really say that uh, I retain the Bears was the one of those biggest winners in the draft. Okay. All right, G, what you got for me? All right. You got? I, I really talked about enough, but it's a you know a little uh, sleeper winner in the draft. I want to say the Eagles, man. Okay. You went ahead and got you a top receiver mm-hmm. in the draft. Not only the top, but the Heisman winner. And mm-hmm. he's familiar with the system. He's familiar with the quarterback. Kind of makes you think that Jalen Hurts have a say in where, you know, the pick should go to. <laughs> But um, he definitely got some familiarity. You got Miles Sanders in the backfield. You got a veteran in Joe Flacco to coach and teach Jalen Hurts the game instead of Carson Wentz. And on the other side, you got Dallas Goddard and Zach Ertz to really bolster, you know, his safety blanket and getting him really familiar with the offense. And got to show some love to the defense. You got Fletcher Cox coming back, Brandon Graham, Josh Sweat, Derek Barnett, Rodney McLeod. They got Darius Slay over there now. So I really feel like the Eagles are kind of just – Hanging around in the NFC North because we know how it can go. I mean, not the NFC North, the NFC East. And we know how it's really a toss-up from year to year. So, I really want to say it's really the Eagles, man. Hmm. All right. All right. That's that's a real sleeper right there. I did see them get some good picks, though. I'm not surprised you said that, but I definitely um, uh, did think it was on the top of the leaders of winners. But um, that's neither here nor there. My team... And for sure, my team is definitely the Dolphins. Um, I can't lie to you. Like I said, I like I like the boy too. He didn't get enough uh, time to play, of course, but that's between because he had an injury, or whatever, whatever. But they picked up a good, good ass weapon for him, Jalen Waddle. He already know the man. They already got the chemistry, so all they got to do is put the playbook in and build on that. And then on top of that, you know what I'm saying? They they helped out on the defense end with, when they got uh, De. Defensive end Jalen Phillips at number eighteen, but was a top uh, rusher last year in uh, NCAA. I definitely want to see 
them improve on the defense end because, you know, that, that was ranked, I think, 31st in pass rush the last two seasons. So I want to see how they improve on defense. And they also got two people in the, uh, two picks in the second round. And um, one of them was the safety, Jalen – uh, not Jalen, but um, Javon Holland. Yeah, Javon Holland. That boy – he he, he kind of special to me. I, I don't know why. Y'all know I like DBs. I'm a DB. I play. I play still. Play flag for everybody to know. But um, yeah, I think I think Edward's special. And if he don't start, he definitely gonna be a good piece to put in. Maybe a nickel or move him around. See how they how they can fit him in. Because I think he's gonna be a good fit to help them out with the um, pass rush and also the pass defense. So really, I think the Dolphins made a big step. They're trying to improve and improve their team. They already was um, not looking too bad with Tua last year as far as, you know, the way he was playing. But, you know, we didn't get the full season. On top of that, y'all know they got um, Will, Fuller, Will Fuller. And I, y'all you know saying, that boy's still nice. And um, they got it running back again. What's his name? Um, Malcolm Brown. Now, I don't know if he going to be – Better, but I mean, hopefully they try to work him in or pick up somebody before the free agency is over with. But outside of that, I, I like their offense. And I like their defense. And I think it definitely got better. Corners got better. Defense and defense line got better. Like I said, they got that bunch of some more weapons. So I'm really um, like one I'm seeing for the Dolphins. And my sleeper, since George said it. It's actually, uh, which I'm shocked to say, it's actually the Falcons. They, actually did real, they did some real good picks. I know we based all in. I didn't mention them yet. You said who? Yeah. Uh, the Falcons. I ain't shit on them yet, because I'm actually proud of them. Even though they didn't get a quarterback, and I, like I said, I wanted them to get Justin Fields. They got a good-ass tight end, which I can't argue with that. I guess. And they also improved. And they improved on the defense. They improved on the defense, which is They could really do that the in the first thing. round, though. They <laughs> definitely should. They they could have they could have but look they they really could have went quarterback the first round like I said and got Justin Fields then we wouldn't be talking right now they could have <laughs> they played defense the rest of the whole rest of the draft but that's whatever they did they picked up Cal Pitts we know he's gonna be a fucking star like we we know that if he's not gonna be a superstar we know he's gonna be a star in the league so he's gonna be around for the league we already got weapons with Calvin really and shit so I mean we got some more potency so. And they did do something on the defense, so that's my sleeper win. No lie, so I'm ashamed to say this, but I got a I got a sleeper a sleeper winning team too in this draft. What? And with the Steelers? It kills it. Nah, not the Steelers. It kills, <laughs> I'll, I'll get to the Steelers later, but it kills. It truly kills me to say this because y'all know y'all know. I, and if y'all don't know, I grew up in Dallas, Texas, but I hate the fucking Cowboys, boy. I tell you. I rock with the players on the team, but I hate the fans. But the Cowboys had, in my opinion, a great draft. So they was targeting two of the cornerbacks, either either uh, either J.C. Horn or Patrick Sertan. And by the time it came to their pick, both of them was gone. They went to Carolina and Denver. So what do the Cowboys do? They move back. They get them some more capital, get them some more picks, and they move back a couple spots. And they still get arguably the best defensive player in the whole draft, and uh, Michael Parsons from Penn State. So you see, that's that's good. that's been that's been one of the one of the weaknesses, man. They can't the Cowboys can't stop the run. They they had great play from their linebackers with Leighton Vander Esch and Jalen Smith a couple of years ago, but Leighton Vander Esch seems to always be hurt. He had a neck injury last year. Sean Lee, old, he retired. And Jalen Smith just seemed not to be doing what he needed to do. But they got Michael Parsons, sideline to sideline, 4-3-9, C-ball, hit ball. What he, like I said, probably going to be the best defensive player in the draft. And they realized, and the Cowboys realized spent, I think, they first seven or eight picks on defensive players, defensive linemen, linebackers, and DBs. We know that the Cowboys can put up points that coming back. We projected him to get back to that, get back, get back to that uh, trajectory that he was on and on pace to trying to be an elite quarterback. He just got re-signed, so you still got Gal, you still got, uh, you still got Ronnie Gallup, you still got uh, Ceedee Lamb, you got Mari Cooper, you got Z. All they needed was some defense, and what the hell did they do? Get straight defense and get the best defensive player in the draft. I'm sick because I think the Cowboys are gonna be good next year. 
Okay, then. I, I, I don't know. I guess. I, I guess. I, I guess. I see why you said it. Cowboys did have a good draft. I thought. You yeah, gonna, I thought. Like I, I thought you was gonna be safe because of Najee Harris. I mean, I, nah, not, nah, not, I not, not Najee Harris because he went to y'all, but um, because they I mean, uh, because Michael Parsons, bro, Michael Parsons is probably the best defensive player in the draft, bro. He's that elite and he's that great, and it's a glaring weakness that they had on defense, and they literally drafted straight defensive players. So like, they did what they needed to do. Jerry was like, you know, Jerry Jones was likely to fuck some shit up and do some things that they didn't need to do, but they stuck to what they needed. And I got the best defensive player in the draft, so that's why I say it's it's a sleeper and why I ain't want to say it because you know, but they did a thing. All right, we're gonna get to lose later on, man. We're gonna hit this little break real quick. Shout out some people, and um, we're gonna get into some basketball before we get more into this NFL shit. I gotta talk to y'all about this playing games, y'all these selections. Gonna look y'all predictions right now, but let's get to this break real quick. Producers, cut me off. So um, I want to say shout out to them boys over there um, doing them doing the kickballs, man. My boy Rob having events over there Saturday at uh, Manor Park. Y'all boys get out there, man. Get healthy. Get out there, man. Do some work, man. Stop sitting around the house smoking weed all day. Get out there, do something, run around. So shout out to my boy doing that. Trying to get some positive. He got some coming soon. Big event coming soon where we gonna collab and um, probably have air hustle for folks. Shout out to them boys out there. Kickball event coming more weekend. We're gonna give y'all more info about it when we get more stuff together. But uh, y'all look out for that. Uh, anybody y'all want to shout out, G? Man, I just had the kids, so they shout out my kids, man. They working nigga over kids, but it's all right, though. <laughs> yeah, shout out to the kids, man. We love y'all. Love y'all, man. Y'all get all damn nerds and we love y'all. <laughs> be declining calls because y'all want to be on YouTube and shit, man. You don't answer the phone. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, all right, man. Let's go ahead and get back into it. Um, talk about these playing games. I'm gonna go ahead and give y'all these the raw the the what it looks like right now as far as the um standards looking right now because it could change because there's a lot of stuff going on. But right now we're looking at um. Looking at uh, Indiana versus Washington, Boston versus Charlotte in the in the East. So let's just talk about the East right now. Out of those, my bad, seven to eight is uh seven is Boston, eight is Charlotte, nine is Indiana, ten is Washington. For everybody that don't know, but for seven, eight, nine, and ten, y'all give y'all picks. Drew out. I'm gonna make it short for you, man, so everybody can get their picks in and get into this West. But who you got in the East? I got um, I got Boston. Beating us, Charlotte, to get that seven seed, mm. and then, okay. <laughs> and then, I got Brody and Bradley Bill taking out Indiana to get through the first part of the play-in, and then Brody and Bradley Bill is taking it all the way, not all the way, but they've been playing great as of late. They've been the second best team in the past month or so behind the Knicks when it comes to winning streak. Russell Westbrook been doing what he does, man, just being one of the greatest point guards that we've ever seen play. Yeah, I said it. Bradley Bill <laughs> going back and forth with Steph Curry, being leading scorer in the league, going back and forth for one and two. They're going to beat the uh, – Damn, I forgot what I said. They're gonna lose. Charlotte. They're gonna, they gonna come in and beat Charlotte for the eight seed, mm-hmm. and that's gonna be my that's my seven and eight Boston and uh, Washington. All right, damn. All right, G, who you got then? Man, you said Boston versus Charlotte. Yeah, I'm saying Boston gonna be the seven seed, and, and uh, Washington gonna be beat Charlotte and become the eight seed. That's what you saying? So Washington, Indiana out. I mean, not Washington, but Charlotte, Indiana out. Gonna be out. Okay, but I'm saying like you said, who was facing who again? Based on based on the seeding right now, Boston's playing Charlotte seven mm-hmm. eight. Indiana's playing Washington nine and ten, and then you know loser of uh, seven eight play the winner nine and ten. Okay, dang man, I might. You said Boston versus Charlotte? Ooh. Oh, no. And, and LaMelo just got back. Did y'all see him against the Heat with the underhand 70-footer? Yes. yes. Man. Hey, the Celtics don't get it together, bro. I can see the I can see the Hornets, like, stealing one. Okay. If, if they come and play, like, you remember, they were just going to get blown out by the Spurs now. 
Tatum had to drop sixty for them to have, you know to like to get a you know have a chance. That's true. So I could really see Hornet coming in there being a sleeper team too on in the East. Um, I see the Wizards beating their competition. Uh, Brody's back getting triple doubles. He back talking his shit again. You seen him at the press conferences. You seen him with the hoodies on, man. He hear all the noise. He hear all the chirping. He ain't doing nothing but just putting up them numbers, getting his team victories. Bradley Bill don't need to do currently. Again, he is going back and forth with Steph for the leading score in the league. Russ is coming back off the injury strong, so I can see the Wizards beating them. So I'm gonna have to go with the Wizards, man. So you, you got, that, so, that uh, backcourt, that backcourt is too nasty. Okay then. So okay then. I'm surprised. I, I, I ain't gonna lie. I'm gonna go ahead and make my answer short. I am highly surprised. <laughs> I um, I agree with, I agree with with y'all with y'all reasoning for it. So it makes sense. But as as far as game, as far as how the game, as I see it gonna go, I don't think so. But this is my pick. Anyway, Boston versus Charlotte. I see Charlotte winning. So, I see Charlotte winning. I see, I see them playing more competitive than them because Boston doesn't have – they do, They don't always play competitive at the very end. And it it, it kind of gets ugly for them sometimes. And we already know that uh, Kimball Walker's still out. But Yeah, but uh, when he going to be back. Yeah, so he's going to be back. But, and, uh, he, he he been back now. He, he ain't been playing back-to-backs. But uh, I'm talking about I'm talking about, I'm talking about back to his Charlotte self. He hasn't been there yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, he, he, he been himself. Like that's what I'm saying. So I will but, say he. All right, nah, go ahead, go ahead. Okay, yeah, but um, and then versus Indiana versus Washington, I definitely see Washington winning. I I, I kind of don't. I know Indiana was kind of competitive, but once they lost the victory deeper, I was just like, I don't really know. So Washington, I see them. Cause they they kind of awoken, and then Washington versus Boston. That's gonna be the game right there, and that's where I feel like Boston gonna be like, okay, bro, let's stop playing, and they gonna beat Washington because Washington. I feel like Washington on um, supporting Cavs outside of Brody and Bill, it's not gonna um, come to not not gonna come to uh, the call like Boston is. So I feel like it's gonna be Charlotte versus Boston. So it's gonna be basically the same thing, but swap seven to eight. So that's what I think about it. I mean, so who you think gonna win that last one then? Since you said it's gonna be swap. No, nah, no, nah, I'm saying like that, that. That that's how it's gonna end up. It's gonna end up uh, Charlotte being seven and Boston being eight. Because the first game, uh, Charlotte. Gonna he, no, I get what you're saying. Yeah, I get you. You know what I'm saying? And then okay. Charlotte, Charlotte gonna be Washington. Being Washington for the eight yep. seed. Yep. 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 Yep, time will tell. We shall, we shall see. We shall see. Yeah, these things are just predictions right now, man. Things may change as we know. So let's go ahead and get into the West real quick, and then we can kind of chew everybody out about everything. So nine, I mean seven to eight. We got Dallas seven, Memphis is eight, and then nine to ten we got Golden State is nine, and San Antonio is ten. And this is currently right now. So I'm gonna switch it up, G. Who you got first, man? So seven eight is a uh, Dallas and Memphis nine ten Warriors sentence up yet. Oh man, I went ahead and picked Dallas. Luca is playing crazy. He might be playing himself back to MVP conversation. Um, okay. I got the Warriors because I mean okay. it's Steph, the Human Torch. Uh, I think he's not gonna let the Spurs get him. Um, I think he's gonna slide in there. And then you said the loser of seven and eight, so that'd be Minnesota versus the Warriors. Am I not mistaken? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. No, nah, not Minnesota. It'd be no, nah, no. Nah. I said the Warriors versus San Antonio. Not for, not, for nine and ten. No, I no, I I had picked the Warriors over them. Okay, so the Warriors. So you got now you got uh, Memphis playing the Warriors. He meant Memphis, not Minnesota. Yeah, my bad. I said Minnesota. I mean Memphis. Okay. So Warriors. I got Memphis, Memphis beating got? the Warriors, man. I might Ooh. got Memphis beating them because I don't. I don't think that Steph can guard Ja. Okay then, brother. Okay then. 
I, I agree with that. Do you All not? Right. Do you not? Do you not? I, I, reason I, is like, it's I, like I, who I, you gonna I, put I, on well, Jaw? Well, like, well, once you said Steph Uber. versus Jaw, I was like, okay, I understand why you said that. But I mean, at the same, because like, oh, the, the Steph ain't gonna be guarding him. Just let y'all know. Yeah, yeah said, I know. Steph, I know Steph's, Steph's not guarding him. Yeah, I know. I know. I know. gonna be jumping over him every time. I know, but like, who you think gonna slow down Jaw? Like, you think Uber can do it? Yeah, Wiggins can do it. Yeah, like not they're not gonna stop him, of course, because you know with your great offensive players, they still gonna they still gonna get theirs. But I do think Andrew Wiggins can give them can definitely give them way more fits than stuff, and they can definitely oh, give them no, some fits. Man. Jaw, not, like I said, Jaw he ain't gonna stop nasty. him. He's, I'm not yeah, I'm not saying he's gonna stop him, but you just put in some more size and athleticism, and he still got lateral quickness. Like I said, he's not gonna stop him. Josh still gonna do what he do, but that's a better uh, matchup than Steph. Okay, that's okay, Drew, Drew, Drew go ahead, go, go ahead, give me your picks for seven, eight, and then give me nine to ten. I see who you got in that scenario. So yeah, with uh, with um, with seven and eight, yeah, uh, I got Dallas beat Memphis. Uh, Luca just need one game. Luca take over. Uh, he got the best player on the. Best player on the court, so I don't. I believe okay. that he's gonna take over and get him in there. And then, yeah, I got this. I got the Warriors beating the Spurs too. I'm not even about to really get into that too much. So my yeah. thing. <laughs> so my thing with it, and the reason why I got the Warriors beating Memphis is because it's one game, and like you saying, uh, uh, Steph can't guard Josh. Nobody's gonna nobody's gonna check Steph. And we know how Steph has been <laughs> exactly. we know how we know how Steph has been playing this past month and going into it. And it's not like he needs a series, he needs one game, one explosion. And we know that he is fully capable. In the month of April, he's averaging forty points a game and shooting like fifty five percent for three. He just had another seven threes. So y'all I don't know if y'all see, but when they play uh they was playing yesterday and Steph had I think he had like seven points in the first half. And you know what he did? Came out in the third quarter, had 23 in the third quarter, smacked him straight, blew the game out. Just So, Steph, is he's on that level now to where he's hes back on that MVP level saying, oh, y'all forgot about me. And it's just – they just need one game out of him, one explosion. So, I get what you're saying that, yeah, Jaw going to still be able to get his. Yeah, but – But, but, yeah, but it's going to be Ja. It's going to be Dylan Brooks. It's going to be Jaron Jackson coming back. I mean, you got uh, a bolster yeah, guy, bro. Yeah, 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 Dylan Brooks, yeah, he's a tough, gritty player, but I'm not going to – I'm not going to count on him to give me 20 every night. And especially <laughs> – But I'm it's for one night. I know exactly. It's it's for one night, and for my chances for one night, I'd rather take a Steph fifty point explosion than Ja and Dylan Brooks and a Jaron Jackson Jr. who's just coming back and only got like four games under his belt, ain't played in like a year and a half. I'm right with Triple J, but he got to still get. He's got to still get back to it. Draymond Green gonna give him fits, so we let's not let's not forget about that. And they still and when the Warriors get going. You got Draymond facilitating. You know he's had a couple fifteen plus assist games in the past month too. When they get going, you got you got everybody setting the screens for him. Like I said, if we just need one game or one game explosion, I'm putting more faith and more trust in a nigga who's been averaging forty for the past month. I got you. I, I hear that. I hear that. So, but that's one person, and you see it. I feel it. They just came off a historic drought. And a historic loss. I feel it, but you seen you, but you you seen that one person win games and blow and games out by himself, right? Hey, but we talking about the greatest shooter ever. So if if we talking about we talking about when he off the floor, they're the worst offense ever. Okay, so, hold, on. Hold, really hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm gonna make it. I'm gonna make my answer short. That, that way, y'all can argue some more. <laughs> but, <laughs> but basically, it's the same way. Same way as Jordan. Basically, so I got Dallas and Warriors. My whole thing is. We're not talking about um, when we're talking about who's gonna stop Ja, it's not about who's gonna stop Ja, it's gonna who gonna have the most impact and the defense impact. We already know Draymond is gonna be there and he gonna he gonna have them boys in the right position to to stop at least Ja or Dylan. So, you know what I'm saying? Ja ain't gonna be able to do it. We know Ja ain't gonna be able to do it by himself. So, that's the difference. Um, that's my whole thing. Boom, go ahead, y'all argue some more. <laughs> <laughs> no, man, it ain't it ain't even nothing to really. I feel like Draymond is the key piece of all this, like that, that we're not talking about right now. We all know his mind, is, his, his defensive mind is gonna coach all all past that bullshit. And <laughs> honestly, and 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 if Draymond is playing at his best, 
we know that he's gonna be getting he's gonna be getting Andrew Wiggins and Kelly Oubre. He's gonna be getting them easy shots. And let's not let's not forget and let's not oh. act let's not act like Andrew Wiggins, yeah, he was the number one pick and he and he's a disappointment to some because of the talent that he had. But let's not forget that he averaged twenty points a game for his career. He's not a scrub now. And this is just for one game where Draymond at his best, Kelly Oubre slashing and cutting. You got uh you got Pascal slashing and cutting. Andrew Wiggins doing the thing with his mid range poster. Like it's they got a team that and, and uh, when Steph is going because everybody's concerned with Steph, things gonna open up for other people. Oh. And Draymond and like, hey man, just just need one game, not a whole series, just one guy. G, huh? Hey man, I'm just trying to tell you this. In the clutch and pick and roll, when there's Ja and Battle Tunis, because you know he's gonna be rolling hard to the rim. True. Who gonna be on that coverage? Andrew Wiggins and Draymond Green. James Wiseman. So you're saying you're going to leave Jaron Jackson in the corner. You're shooting over 30% from three. And you got Kyle Anderson in the corner, a vet from the Spurs who knows what's winning about. And you got Dylan Brooks. Yeah, and I'm saying. And you're not going to let Ja do his thing. And you see, he has been more clutch as, he can, as the season has gained on. Since from his rookie season, I'm talking about a I'm, yeah. I, I get what you're saying, but what I'm saying is that former two-time MVP and that three-time champion. When he gets to going, the clutch time is not gonna matter because the game is gonna be out the water in the third quarter. Like I said, he just had a he just had an explosion where he had 23 points in one quarter. John Morant is great, but I haven't seen John Morant have that type of an explosion yet. To where he can put up twenty to thirty points in a quarter by himself, he can outscore a whole team by himself in a quarter type that type of explosion. So again, they are the worst offense. Mm-hmm. And but not, yeah, but we're not talking about when he's off. We talking about when he's on the court and when they have it rolling. And I'm and for that one game, I'm putting more of I, I bet I'm betting more that he will have it rolling. Then okay. they gonna he's gonna be off, and the team is gonna have an off guy. Okay, okay, okay. Hey, I'm just telling you, Memphis uh, uh, is a, it's a tough, gritty team. They, it's not gonna be an easy out. It's even not, with, even not, even with Steph dropping forty, I can see y'all having thirty five with him. Okay, let's see about that. He said thirty five with him. I can't wait to see this. Let, okay, guys, this is what I want to know. I just want to switch it, switch it up real quick. I just want to pick y'all brain. If Memphis happens to win and beat Dallas, and you know we still got the Warriors over Centennial, which is kind of disrespectful to people. Uh, anyway, um, who do y'all think y'all got versus Dallas and the Warriors if they had to play for the play in game? Like, I, I just want to pick y'all brains about that. Y'all go ahead and get into that real quick. G. I got Dallas, man. If Jordan, if, hold on, hold on. Jordan, if KP playing, who guarding? Who guarding him, man? That's true. Jordan, who you got? So, so I'm. A, <laughs> I would say I would say Dallas too. But to answer you with that KP thing, Ooh. I feel like I feel like Draymond okay, would okay. fuck up. I feel like Draymond would fuck up Porzingis because Dray because Porzingis too fragile and he too frail. And I think Draymond would if. As long as Draymond plays smart and don't get no dumb fouls and he's staying the game, because Porzingis be having some dumb fouls too. I feel like you, uh, I feel like I feel like Draymond can I feel like Draymond can can out physical Porzingis can because you know Porzingis wants to be a perimeter player and wants to shoot more jump shots. So I feel true. like so I do feel like Draymond will be able to handle that. But I would still I still think Dallas will win though. Okay, okay. So I was just gonna say because no, I still think Dallas that, will win. You know, KP has like a lot of gravity. But no, no, I no, like I heard that. But I'm just saying, like you know, uh, you know, since Draymond is a great defender, you're gonna be missing that in the paint. Yeah, and oh. another thing, and my main, and my main reason why I want to say why I think Dallas would be Golden State opposed to Memphis, because Jaw is great, bro. Like, don't get me wrong, Jaw is a great player. But when it comes to like a one and done game, okay. I'm gonna like <clears throat> I haven't seen that. That type of explosion that Steph can have, that type of explosion that Luca can have, I haven't seen Ja have that type of explosion yet. But not saying that he can't, but he's not that type of player. Ja's okay, a true okay, point guard. Okay, I gotta get you off. I gotta get you. Off. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We we, we gotta get to the next time. I'm sorry. Uh, you sure? Um, 
I we got into the next topic. Back into the NFL. Just recap. We talked about the winners. Uh, my uh, Jordan had um, who you had the winner? Uh, the one I said uh, the best. And G, G, who you had? I had the Eagles, man. And I had the Dolphins. We already talked about our sleeper winners. I want to know who y'all loses this in the draft. Who y'all think uh, missed out big on the draft? Uh, Jordan, go ahead, go for it real quick. Alright, man. Me. me personally, if I had to say, if I had to say who is a loser in this draft, this is completely biased. This ain't no, this ain't nothing. I didn't like, I did not like the Steelers. I did not like the Steelers picks too, too much. I, I wasn't too hot on them. I ain't gonna lie. I rock with Najee Harris, and that was a good, that was a good pickup, but. I feel like we need to pay more attention to our offensive line. We picked, we drafted one offensive lineman, and that was it. We drafted a punter. He's a black, a black guy from Georgia Tech. Shout out to that young nigga from Atlanta. But <laughs> still, I feel like we need to put more focus into our offensive line. We drafted, we drafted some a defensive line. We drafted a linebacker. Then we drafted a DB. But I feel like if we were gonna go ahead and commit to of running back in the, with that first round pick. I feel like it was imperative, bro. It was crucial that we had to draft at least three linemen because we lost the cent we lost our starting Hall of Fame center and we lost two all pro tackles. So we that's three starters from our offensive line missing. So I feel like we needed to replenish that. I haven't seen too many pickups we made in the offseason for replenishing this offensive line. That's what we needed and I don't think we put enough resources into that. All right, G, who you got? The loser. Uh, the loser. I'm gonna be a little sneaky here, man. But it's been some out of Green Bay. There's been a bad man up there. Oh, very I'm unhappy. He is, he is. He is very unhappy, and he's want he want out. And he already said that he's not gonna play. Like, so just go ahead and just pack his bags. So I gotta say, the Packers, man. Like, you kind of botched it last year by drafting a quarterback when you know he needed extra weapons on the outside. Even another defensive piece to aid to, you know, so it won't be as much on air rock but they couldn't even do that. They drafted a quarterback. Kind of like a disrespect, like 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 a slap in the face, if you wanna say. So they got some questions they gotta get figured out. Like is Jordan Love the answer? Did he learn enough under Aaron Rodgers in that time frame? You got you got Devontae Adams out there still. You got Jimmy Graham. I, I, I think Jimmy Graham's still there. So, it's like, is Jordan Love the answer? Do you trade Aaron Rodgers and do you trade him for Jimmy G? Like, you know, they have a lot of options like they want to do there. So, I want to say the Packers, man. I'm so glad you mentioned that. You stole. You kind of stole my news. I was breaking <laughs> it in, but, you know, I ain't mad at you. You know what I'm saying? Because we're definitely going to talk about that next week, about Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers did come out um, about an hour before the draft. Breaking news, Adam Schefter letting them know that uh, AR wanted out. Um, they, they already tried to fly out there and see him a bunch of times, but he's not going for it. He said he wants to go on. So, besides that, you know what I'm saying? Besides that answer, I do have a second answer. My actual answer is actually Washington. Because I feel like y'all had a top motherfucking defense, or at least defensive line. We got Chase Young. You, why, why not do anything they got to get up in the draft and get a fucking quarterback? Like, dude, they did nothing to try to get a quarterback. And, like, I understand that they, they did say they didn't want to be aggressive this year. They was focused on just building a team. But building a team for – I mean, yeah, you got to build a team, of course. But you already – your defense was up there. Y'all was in the playoffs, and y'all had Alex Smith, who had – I mean, who it was the comeback player of the year on top of that. And y'all had um before that Dwayne Haskins. Y'all didn't, we didn't even barely see him touch the field, but we knew why. But – um. I think y'all should have traded him. Got somebody. Definitely Justin Fields. Like, you know, of course, I'm still biased about that, but Justin Fields or Matt maybe Taylor Henry was the answer. Even Trey Lance. Nobody knows about Trey Lance. You could have snuck it in, just took Trey Lance. But we already knew San Francisco was looking at him at three, and they probably wouldn't regret that pick. But they did nothing to try to get a quarterback, and I was kind of like disappointed and shocked. I didn't hear nothing. Like, not even in the second, third round, Kyle Trey, nobody. Like, I was like, okay, cool. So. That's uh, my loser outside rocking of Green Bay. With, rocking with Fitz Patty. Hey, host, uh, can I can I uh, stay your thunder real quick? I got two questions to ask. Go ahead. 
Uh, so first thing I want to ask, bro. I know we, uh, I know you said we're gonna we're gonna touch on Aaron Rodgers. Uh, we're gonna touch on Aaron Rodgers next week. Get into it. But just a quick question: Do y'all think the Packers, since this news came out, it wasn't when the news came out, probably like three, four hours before the draft started. But do y'all think the Packers should have traded Aaron Rodgers before the draft started? Because the 49ers call, because that's, that's one of the, because Adam Schefter reported, like, this news could have came out weeks ago. This news could have came out, like, a couple couple weeks ago. But for some reason, it came out, it came out the day of the draft. And the main reason was because the 49ers, that called about Aaron Rodgers, because they were like, what can we do? But yeah. you know, John Lynn said it that happened. So do y'all think the 49ers should have do y'all think the Packers should have traded Aaron Rodgers to like the 49ers or the Jets or somebody to try to draft the quarterback? Or do y'all think they should they should try to fix it and try to see if they can wait it out? Uh I think they should have traded. If you ask if you just I mean that's clear clear cut. Yeah, they should have traded. You already you already told your successor, so what are we talking about? Trade him. We, we, we. I, I feel like we all knew this was gonna happen. Like we, we knew it, even though he didn't say it. We already knew this was gonna happen. So you know, the Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers situation. <laughs> yeah, like it just they caught Aaron Rodgers. Wow, he's still in his prime. Yeah, so do you think that you think they should have traded him uh, before Clear the draft? Yeah. Oh yeah, yes. I would have tried to trade him. On. That's the, that's the that's the most exactly. obvious thing to do. Give all me that right, third right, pick and give me Jimmy G. For uh, Aaron Rodgers, I just wanted to hear. Yeah, I just wanted to hear what y'all. I just wanted to hear what y'all. What y'all say real quick, but now nah, we can uh, we can get into that into some more detail next week. But then oh, yeah. my next, but then my next question I want to ask. Yeah. So, I don't know how many more topics we got after this, but. So, so history was made. This uh, history was made. This draft. There's never been a. There's never been a, a receiver who was drafted in the first round like the following year after a quarterback like when and they done played together. So we got uh, we got Devontae Smith back playing with Jalen Hurts. We got Joe Burrow back playing with Jamar Chase, and we got Tua back playing with Jalen Waddle. Out of all three of these uh, receivers playing with their former quarterbacks, what receiver you think gonna have the best rookie year? Ooh. They already got the they already got the familiarity with the quarterback. Like we said, they played together in college. Yeah. You know, so they all elite receivers. They all the number one receivers. So who do you think gonna have the best rookie year? G, go ahead and answer first. This should be obvious to me, man. Jalen Hurts and Devontae Smith. They had the familiarity in Alabama. They're both coming in together. Heisman winner on both sides. Uh-huh. And open by NFC East, even though you said what the Cowboys <laughs> added to their to their roster. Still wide open. It's still wide open. <laughs> like still you never open. know with them. Like they could have the best roster from top to bottom, but still wide open. Washington don't have a quarterback. And the Giants still don't have a quarterback. They still have a quarterback issue with Dan Jones, but that's another topic for another day. But yeah, we're gonna uh, get it, we're gonna get into the Giants next week because I I got a lot to say about the Giants. So I want to say Demonte Smith and Jalen Hurts, man. Oh uh, well, I mean, I'm gonna completely disagree. I don't know how you saw that as obvious. I thought my clear obvious was Joe Burrow with uh, coming his, off injury. I mean, yeah, he coming off injury, but the boys major the boys, injury. He the, tore the, his knee up, didn't he? Oh my god! I know. So look, we, 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 we talking about like the boy Cam Newton or something like he, he not finna be doing all that anyway. Nah, bro, but it, it's twenty twenty one, bro. Niggas come, they tear that ACL and come back stronger nowadays. Exactly. We we just saw Alex Smith. We just broke down, uh, got robot legs. He's still out there doing his thing. So anyway, but this is also coming in year two, sophomore slump. You know, he got hurt in his so, first year. He didn't really, you know, grow. He didn't really, you know, learn see, see, a, a see. full year on the job because he got hurt. Okay, not, I feel you. I feel you. They're not his fault, you know. So, he coming in year two off of, off of what, a half a year, it's going to take us some time. So, I don't think they're going to have that chemistry yet. I, I feel I feel the complete opposite because I feel like they they, they he gonna he gonna come back good because I feel like he because just because of what you said we didn't see that first year so really that's not how it's so much slump he barely he barely played the first year so I don't I see him gonna come back where he start left off 
and he got another weapon, and then they don't help out on the line, so we ain't got to worry about him getting hit no more. And then you got other weapons, uh, more weapons on top of that. I mean, yeah, you're playing in a tough division with Baltimore and Cleveland now and um, Pittsburgh, but uh, we should still see. Uh, I, I think we're going to no, see. No, who Cleveland just picked up at the end? Yeah, I was gonna say Jamar Chase and uh, Joe Burrow as well, because Jalen Hurts still got a lot to prove as a passer, and the Eagles overall, you know, what I'm saying they they got an offensive line that they need to improve to. That's that's getting old and that was hurt last year, so they got to improve. They got to improve that stuff, and we saw how they were playing last year. But Joe Burrow, let's not let's not act like he didn't get some experience. Now he still played, he still played ten games, and uh, he still had. He had like four. He had like four or five games where he had 300 passing yards. He had one game where he threw for 406 passing yards. So it's not like he. It's not like he didn't get his feet wet and he didn't touch some success. Now and his. Uh, he had about 2,600 yards and 13 touchdowns in his first few. In his first few games of his career, and let's not forget when they won. When they ran it up and won the championship. Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase hooked up for 20 touchdowns in 2019. So their chemistry is there. They yeah. gonna be able to get right back out there on the field and pick it right back up like riding a bike. They ain't get them 20 touchdowns for on accident. I, you know, I like all your answers. I, I, I just thought my answer, I thought the answer was just gonna be obvious. I feel you. But those are the, the two questions I wanted to ask. Though. All right, well, let's go get into this last topic. Y'all know how we do it. One star question of the day. Ding, 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 ding. We're going to talk about the little ball. Not Lamar, but I'm sorry. The mellow ball and these hornets. Question. The mellow, you know what I'm saying? He just came back off injury, still doing his thing, looking like he could he could have been a maybe a rookie of the year. Probably still could be. But um, I just want to know how y'all feel about the hornets being in the playoffs their first year with him. Do y'all think the hornets – I mean, well, he could lead the Hornets to the second round. Like, we, we already talked about a prediction of playing game. So, me and G got Charlie making it, but Jordan don't. So, I guess we don't see Charlie making it. He don't see Charlie making it to the second round. As we see. Even, if, even if they do make it into the playoffs as the seven or eight seed, I don't see them beating Milwaukee or Brooklyn in the first round. Excuse me, Milwaukee and like Milwaukee third. I don't see them beating Brooklyn or Philly in the first round. But go ahead, carry on. All right, G, your answer. You said Milwaukee. No, nah, yeah. it's if they if they make the playoffs, they would be a seven or eight seed, and the yeah. one and two now is Brooklyn and Philly. So it's looking like they're gonna play Brooklyn. How and many? Philly uh, in the first round. How many games is Milwaukee behind? Uh, the Milwaukee. Second they uh they three games behind, I believe. Hold on, Hold on. I, but actually, it's Philly's still number one and Brooklyn's two. So what do you? Yeah, because well, Brooklyn, because Brooklyn just lost today, and they just lost to uh, Milwaukee today. So, but uh, Brooklyn, but Milwaukee three games. Milwaukee's three games behind the one seed, two and oh. a half versus Philly. Why are we talking about Milwaukee though, brother? Milwaukee's three. They're not even gonna play seven or eight. I know, cause cause I mistakenly said Milwaukee and then George asked how far oh, Milwaukee. My bad. He asked he asked how far. Yeah, back I just are. I just wanted to know real quick. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. I was confused. Okay. But yeah, um, um so Go ahead, you. you see I'm just saying, like, it's just the eyeball. It just LaMelo just got that it fat and when the ball in his hands. His teammates run harder. His teammates run faster. They hit tougher shots. They really get into it. I mean, they can really make some noise, man. And they might even have an upset. Upset if Philly slides to number two and they're the seventh seed or, you know, one versus eight. But I do see them challenging Philly. Um, may not be Brooklyn, but I do see them uh, giving Philly some troubles, especially when they're on a fast break. Uh, Zuel is not the best in you know transition defense, 
um, you know, big man. They have smaller centers on Charlotte, you know. Also, you know, it's pros and cons to it, but to get up and down the floor real quick, you know, they top send fast break points. Uh, Melo just came back last night off of a crib, had six assists on limited minutes. So just go to show you how he spread them around. I really just see, man, they can really get Philly some trouble. Okay. Okay, okay. Well, I was just checking out the schedule. I wanted to see who they had the last few games. They got to play Clippers and Denver. That's the last two games. But that's, um, <coughs> yeah, I, I don't see it this year, of course. It's, it's kind of was not – this is not really possible with the team they got versus those type of all stars that we not not all stars but superstars that we talking about. And Joel, we know Joel it, it have an MVP season. Three headed monster that they they, they they definitely not stopping them. So no matter what he do, he can play he can play with pedals. I can see him maybe winning maybe you know what I'm saying, maybe maybe winning the game if they off, you know what I'm saying? If the team just off, they're not hitting their shots because or somebody not playing, they sitting out because they think y'all just sorry. But um yeah, I don't see that happening. Definitely not. In the playoffs, give me Joel and B's crime partner that could at least put up twenty with him when it when it's needed most. I'm just saying this gets Charlotte. I'm just saying hypothetically, if it matches against Charlotte, who could really be Joel's crime partner? So nobody on nobody on Charlotte can guard Ben Simmons going downhill, and Tobias Harris has been averaging twenty a game this whole season. So I think he's gonna continue to do that in the playoffs. True. Mm, that's yet to be seen by Tobias Harris for one, and then number two, this is Ben Simmons season, going downhill. I like to see Melo on him. Melo six six, long, Mello quick, too small. Ben Simmons is a strong, physical. Physical space, he gonna. It doesn't bump, matter he if he gets Mello in front of him. Way, I mean, charges charges in the game. Melo tops and steals. I mean, hey, Ben Simmons is only is only good inside. If you sag off or go under the pick and roll, I mean, absolutely. What could what could what could Ben Simmons really do? He can post. He can still post. He can still post Melo, and because Melo can't, he he's not strong enough to stop him on the block. And when uh, he gets around the rim, he's gonna finish. He can turn a corner. Nobody's gonna stop him from finishing. But so not even Miles Bridges. Lamelo not even to guard him. So that, that that that's not even an option. Like I don't think that's an option, honestly. So who you got then, Miles? Miles yeah, Bridges guarding yeah. him? I think he would be on. I think you, you would rather him yeah. be on Tobias. Hold on. Let, 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 let me ask you his first question. Let me ask you your first question about the crime party. His crime partner is going to put up 20 with him is Doc Rivers. Whoever, he, whoever, Doc, Rivers choose, <laughs> whoever Doc Rivers choose to be the superstar that day, Ben Simmons, <laughs> or either uh, Tobias Harris, that's who's going to drop that 20 plus. Who, whoever Doc chooses. So Doc is the crime partner. So don't I don't care Seth, what Charlie don't do. Leave Seth open. I don't care he what Charlie do. Doc, Doc Rivers is going to coach them. Period. Yeah, to be seen. They are lucky to get a win. That's all I'm saying. If they get one win, the team was off. Well, y'all know hey. I don't even think they're gonna make it. So, you know, yeah, you are. Yeah, you don't think they're gonna make it. I, I, I feel like they got a chance. I feel like they do got a chance. But um, they got. I mean, yeah, they got it, a chance. It, it, it's narrowing down, so we're gonna we're gonna see how these playing really? games actually turn out, though, for real. Because uh, Boston got to play the Heat twice at the end of the season. And, you know, they right above them, so see how that go. But um. It's got cut down to the end of the show, man. We finna go ahead and cut this off. Call it a night or uh, evening for y'all. Y'all go ahead and enjoy the rest of y'all day on this beautiful Sunday. Um, I want to thank y'all for tuning in today. We got a lot more news. We're gonna talk about some stuff. We're gonna talk about Aaron Rodgers next week. Y'all already know that. We'll see what we're gonna talk about. Where he think where he might go. Where we think he should go. Um, we're gonna actually get into more of the playing games. I'll talk about LeBron because he is back, guys. The King is back, and so is AD. So how are these Lakers going to be in the playoffs? Because they at five right now. We're going to talk about them Lakers for sure. And I actually want to uh, – I just want to uh, end the show like this. I just want to ask everybody right now, Jordan, G, I want you all to tell me, because Mother's Day is coming up, tell me what you all favorite thing about your mom. 
Like she funny, she the dance, she do something funny. What, what, what is your favorite thing about your mom? She go first. Hey man, my favorite thing about my dukes, man. She always kept it real with me. She always, you know, one hundred knew how to break things down for me to understand about the world, about women, about you know, getting uh-huh. a job, school, anything. She just kept it real with me, and I just love and I appreciate her for that. Drew, go real quick for me. I got like twenty seconds. Mom just makes sure everything. She gonna make sure everything right. If I'm feeling bad, she gonna do whatever she can to make me feel better. If I'm hungry, she gonna try to give me something to eat. If I'm cold, she gonna give me a cover. She gonna give me a jacket. Mom's do everything, man. Shout out to mom. Hey man, my mom's man. She always throw that Bible. Even sometimes I don't want to hear it. She always get talk to me with the Lord, man. That's my favorite thing. You know, I don't like it. Hey man, I love y'all. I want y'all to celebrate y'all moms, y'all celebrate y'all loved ones, y'all baby mamas, all that, man. Show them some love. Y'all have a good weekend. Peace out. Be easy.